Welcome to the Happiness Podcast. I'm Dr. Robert Puff. Kindness. Why does it matter to be kind? And does it have any impact on our happiness? That's what we're going to look at in today's episode. When I was in the third grade, I had a friend of mine, and we used to mess around a little bit. And I remember one day, we were playing around, and I took one of his pencils and I broke it. But immediately afterwards, which I didn't see coming, he started crying because he was pretty upset that I had broken his pencil. When I saw his tears flow and he ran away, I felt horrible. I thought, what did I do? Was that his only pencil? Could he perhaps not afford any more? I didn't mean to make him cry. And I went home and I remember laying in bed that night. I said, okay, I don't like what I did. I hurt my friend's feelings a lot and I'm going to do something to make it better. So what I did is the next day I brought him, I think it was like a roll of pencils, perhaps five or six, because my grandfather had worked at a university as a janitor and he had a lot of pencils. So I brought him a roll of pencils and then for the next month, every day at school, I brought him a pencil. Well, why is this story relevant to happiness? I mean, we're here to learn about happiness, not about how to be kind, but really the two are very intertwined. And let me explain. Well, to start with, when we're not kind, we're going to get one of three reactions. The first one will be from the other person is one of neutrality. They may not share with us that we are being unkind. They may say nothing at all, but we may know and they may know that what we did wasn't kind. That's the first interaction. The second interaction is they may, like my friend, cry and be very upset. And we'll be able to see that upsetness through their tears and their really mournful response. The third interaction can be one of anger. When we hurt them, when we do something unkind, they, in like turn, do something unkind back to us. I really think that's a good summary of what happens when people aren't kind with each other. But again, why does it matter? I mean, Dr. Puff, can I be happy even if I am a little rough around the edges and I'm not kind? Well, let's talk about that. Let's explore that. What happens when we aren't kind towards others? I mean, again, we're going to get one of those three reactions, and I'm not sure any of them are any good. So trying to find happiness with people being mad at us, being sad towards us, feeling anger towards us, feeling withdrawal from us, I'm not sure if any of those interactions will lead towards happiness. Of course, other people's treatment of us doesn't make us happy, but unkindness I do think leads to unhappiness. Why is that? Well, what I'm not talking about is setting boundaries. We do need to sometimes with our children, with our friends, with our enemies, people in our lives, sometimes we have to set boundaries because of their unkindness, because of the way they're acting. And it's not that we're going to act out in kind. It's just that we're going to set boundaries in order to keep them from hurting us. That's normal. That's healthy. And I hope all of us will do that. But in this episode, I want to look at the effects of being unkind and what does it do to us in regards to happiness? Well, first off, I think if we're in touch with our feelings and we deliberately hurt someone, no matter what they've done to us, because a lot of times we're unkind because we think they've been unkind to us. It's an eye for an eye mentality. But no matter what they've done, we have to look at ourselves and say, wow, I'm not a kind person. So do I feel good about myself? The answer is probably not. So I do think the first reason we're kind is so that we can feel like we're loving people. I think when we're harsh, when we're cool people, it is very challenging to be able to look in that mirror and say, I love you because there's a lot of harshness there. And we know that we can't hide from ourselves. 
We are who we are. We know who we are. We know what we've done. So if we want to like that person in the, in the mirror, we do need to make sure that he or she is acting with kindness, even when others aren't. Now, most of what I'm saying today probably is fairly common knowledge. I think most of us get that kindness probably is a better way to lead life. But the second reason that I think kindness is important, which I really don't think many people know, is based upon self-judgment. You see, in life, we're going to mess up. Sometimes we're going to do things that are mean, that are cruel, that are unkind, that are not very nice. Like I had done with my friend in elementary school. I didn't mean to be unkind, but I was, and I hurt his feelings. So when I went home that night, what I noticed was I didn't like myself very much because of the way I had treated him. So what I said was, okay, is there anything I can do to rectify this? How can I cultivate kindness with my friend and people that I know? And I came up with a solution and then I enacted it. And because I changed my behavior and worked on being kind, what happened was then when I did mess up again in the future, I said, well, I can mess up. I don't mean to. I'll do my best to rectify it. But there wasn't that self-loathing because I didn't loathe others who were hurting me. When we don't hate others, when we don't reach out in anger towards others, then when we mess up, guess what? We're going to treat ourselves the exact same way with kindness. So what it boils down to is when we are unkind towards others because we want to be just and we want to get back at them and we want to make sure we put them in their place, we will do the exact same thing with ourselves. And in life, it's pretty hard to go through life and not make mistakes. So if we stop lashing out at others, then when we mess up, guess what? We won't lash out on ourselves. And I don't know if you know this, but we're always harshest on ourselves. And here's the way I'm going to prove that because I can actually prove that. Well, one, all I have to do is have you think about a mistake you've made in your life, a big one, because we've all made them and say, how do I feel about that now? I mean, it may have happened last week. It may have happened 20 years ago, but really think about it, visualize it, see it happening again and say, am I hating myself? Do I loathe myself for what I did? Or have I forgiven myself and moved on? And then we'll know, oh, I am hard on myself. And if we've forgiven ourselves and moved on, then we're probably doing that with people that we love too, or people in our lives that hurt us. We probably forgive them and move on. That's how life works. But the reverse is true. If we hang on to things, if we make sure we get that eye for an eye, life's going to go pretty hard. And here's how I want to prove this. Think about someone that you know in your life, perhaps someone you've known most of your life, so you have a good background of their life. But think about someone who you would describe as probably the meanest, the most cruelest person that you know. Not that they're selfish, not that they're greedy, but they truly are mean. If you cross their path and do something against them, they're going to make sure that you pay for it. So think about that person. And now ask yourself, how have their lives turned out? Now the key here is you have to really know them. You have to know their private lives and see how their life is going. Not just a teacher or someone you know nothing about but someone truly that you know their private lives and know how their life is faring. And then ask yourself, one, would you trade places with them? And two, are they happy? My 30 years of working with people all over the world, clinically as a psychologist, has proven to me that they are not happy people. I have actually would argue that there's a direct correlation between meanness and unhappiness. The first time I really got to see this in truth, was when I had started my practice and I was working with a family 
and the mother came in, and, but she was an older mother because her kids were older. And we spent a little time talking, and she told me once, she said, you know, Dr. Puff, what I do when people get me, I get them back three, tenfold times. I make sure that they pay for it. And I thought, hmm, well, I know you pretty well because we've met now for a few times, and you truly are one of the most unhappy people I've ever met in my life. So I realized that being mean towards people did not lead to the path of happiness. She was actually a very beautiful lady, but her anger, her lashing out at others, had led to her own demise because her life truly was so sad and it was just so unhappy. But I learned something there. Like I said, I learned that, oh, the path of meanness leads to unhappiness. And I think kindness, again, as long as we're careful with not letting people walk all over us, but I do think kindness is a far better way to go. And again, it's that second reason why. Because again, how we treat others is exactly how we're going to treat ourselves. And what I saw with that person I just talked about was, because she had been so mean to other people, she was very self-critical. I mean, incredibly self-critical. I mean, she hated herself. And I've seen that over and over and over again. When people are very ruthless with other people, they're just as ruthless with themselves. They probably won't show it because it's so painful, but it's there. And it, you don't have to look hard to see it. Now, there is the exception of what's called a psychopath. A psychopath is someone who doesn't seem to have any moral conscience, but their lives are horrible. <laughs> I mean, most of them end up in prison and you're not going to want to replace your life with their life. I mean, could you imagine going through life without any moral conscience? It'd just be horrible. And every psychopath I've ever known life was horrible. So I don't think we want that path. That's probably not why we're listening to this podcast. Now, the second objection I'm going to hear is, well, Dr. Puff, does that mean we have to let people walk all over us and just be kind back when they spit in our face, just turn the other cheek? No, of course we can set boundaries. We can tell them how we feel. That's one option. My favorite option is just to leave. And that's probably what I encourage most of my clients to do when they're with someone who's being mean just say, well, let's end right now and walk away. Just leave. I mean, I've had people carry money in their purse or in their wallet so that they can jump out of the car and take a taxi ride somewhere else or nowadays with Uber, just call Uber and go somewhere else. And they're doing that because their partner or whoever they're with at that time is being unkind, is being mean. And we're really helping the other person by setting those boundaries. When we don't allow them to keep bashing us and saying cruel things, then they later won't hate themselves as much. Because remember, if we hurt others, we're really hurting ourselves in the long run because we're going to be just as cruel towards ourselves in the long run. So by setting boundaries, we're really helping other people. I want to end with a story that I really love. This is a true story. It's about a Vietnamese monk who is named Thich Nhat Hanh. And at one point, he was nominated by Martin Luther King for the Nobel Peace Prize. And if you ever hear him speak or see him speak, he is perhaps one of the most gentle of souls on the planet. Truly a peaceful, loving person. But after many years of being away from Vietnam, he was asked back when the governments changed, and he was given a talk there. And during the first half of his talk, there was a person in the audience that was extremely rude, cruel, and basically mean towards Thich Nhat Hanh. So Thich Nhat Hanh stayed very calm, and he said, okay, let's take a break now. So they took a break. And the person in charge of the talk noticed that Titnan Han was taking a very long break. So we went back to see how he was doing. And he saw him and he said, what are you doing? And he could see Titnan Han was walking back and forth and seemed rather agitated. And Titnan Han said, well, 
I'm just working out my feelings because, you know, he did upset me, but I don't want him to upset me. I'm going to get calm and then go back out there and speak. And he did that. So, of course, mean people, when they lash out at us, are upsetting. But we don't have to lash back. And if we're feeling like lashing out at other people, pause. Just pause and say, okay, is there another way I can put this? Can I leave this situation? Can I set boundaries? Can I just be still and sit? I've done that before, by the way. I just sit down and get quiet. I've even with my kids pulled over the car, stopped it and just sat there until they stopped bickering and arguing. And I just stay quiet until they kind of got it. Oh, dad's not going to drive until we're quiet and stop, stop arguing. Now, mind you, you're going to do this wrong sometimes. You're going to be mean. We all are. So that's the great thing about being gentle with other people. When we can forgive them, when we can let it go, when we mess up, we can do the exact same thing with ourselves. We can say, yep, I'm human. I messed up, but that's okay. I'll work on it next time. And ultimately, people that upset us can be our teachers. They have things to teach us. They can help us to learn to stay calm in virtually every situation. And when we mess up, we say, oh, I guess I got something to learn here. And life is a great adventure of learning. So instead of judging ourselves, instead of judging other people, let's see it as a learning experience to say, oh, these are ways I can grow in so that I can stay calm and peaceful, even in dark situations. We can truly have beautiful lives. And kindness, I believe, is one of the essential ingredients of happiness. Thank you again for joining me on the Happiness Podcast. I truly am grateful for all of you. I know many of you I'll never meet, but my heart goes out to you and I just send you much love because I'm so grateful that we together can journey life, figure out how to make it work well, and have peaceful, beautiful lives. If you are enjoying these podcasts, I'd love a review from you. You can leave one on iTunes or you can go to happinesspodcast.org. That's happinesspodcast.org. You'll see a testimonial icon. Click on it, follow it through, and it'll leave you three places where you can leave reviews. Until next time, accept what is, love what is. While some of us may believe that there is nothing about ourselves that needs changing, once we face the reality that improvements can always be made, we furthermore accept the fact that we must alter the way we think and function in order to better ourselves. Dr. Robert Puff is here to help individuals around the world come to this realization through his compelling podcast, interactive workshops, and group meetings. Companies around the world are struggling, employees don't want to put in the effort to work, and just don't have the motivation to get through a workday. These companies are losing precious time and valuable profit. Without dedicated employees, how is anything supposed to get done? On the other hand, not all companies are like this. Some are already amazing and are practically seamless but they also have the enlightenment to realize that they can always improve and never want to stop getting better at what they do. Likewise, if your company is anything like either of these two types of companies, there is always a way to refine employee behavior and work ethic, while in the meantime, promoting happiness and mental health. Along with the help of Dr. Robert Puff's three-hour workshops, 
your company can become a thriving work environment with smiles that are laid upon each and every glimmering face of the workforce. In these face-to-face -face meetings, Dr. Robert Puff will help transform the negative energy in your workplace into a building that gets things done. Break free from the bonds of antagonism and allow your workplace to feel the sweet feeling of liberation by visiting www.successbeyondyourimagination.com to embark on a journey of employee eagerness today. With Dr. Robert Puff, there's nothing to expect but positive vibes.